of Life Fights fans, welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. How's it going, Ray? Good, man, good. That was a weird open. <laughs> yeah, it was. Not the best we ever did. Not too smooth. Didn't even get the North Buffalo Studios or anything like that, but that's okay. Because oh, yeah. you did, you did manage to get us a guest. Yep. You're supposed to say who the guest is. I, I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm just a little tired. Um. <laughs> we did just do a podcast, and Ray's been sitting around for an hour playing on his phone, looking yeah, at porn. So, okay, our guest is uh, Bare Knuckles, um, fighting. Um, uh, Promoter, CEO, President David Fieldman. So the Dana White of Bare Knuckle Boxing is here. Yes. All right. We got some good questions for him. Yeah, they're doing good. Put him in the caveman's hot seat. <laughs> Something yep. like that. I don't know. We need a name for it. The, He's in the corner. He's in the corner with the caveman. Yeah. Caveman zone. Yeah, about to get yelled at coming back to the corner. <laughs> had a bad first round. I'm just kidding. <laughs> first round for Bare Knuckle Boxing was actually really good. Yeah, they've been going good, man. Yeah, great shows, great review. Last one was just in Mexico. Yep. Got a Mexico versus U.S. Yeah, they got an upcoming uh, reality show. Got to talk about that. Anthony Johnson. Yeah, Anthony Ronald Johnson signed with them. They supposedly have a big signee. Hopefully, we can get some lowdown on that. Got to ask them about uh, the World Bare Knuckle Boxing Association or whatever the other one was that wasn't paying their fighters. Yep. And they managed to get Chris Lieben from them. So, uh, we got a whole lot to talk to them about. Oh, yeah. All right, let's see if we can get them on the line. You gonna text him? See if he's yeah. ready. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll pause it. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Good. How are you, man? Good, man. You're on Caveman's Corner. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> What's going on, guys? You guys good? Yeah, we're good. Awesome, so, man. It's great to have you back. Um, a lot of things going on in the world of bare knuckle boxing. You guys got a reality show going on. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Well, we got our own little thing that we've been promoting, um, our own kind of docu-series type of thing, and we just signed with a pretty big Hollywood uh, production company that's going to start filming uh, March 16th when we do our tryouts in Philadelphia. We're going to do some tryouts for open cast for fighters to come out, um, see what they have, and see if, see if they're good in front of the camera. So they're going to be out there on March 16th. That'll be the first day with them. Um, negotiating with a couple uh, major television networks right now. So I'm hoping, very confident, that we're going to have a deal struck here within the next three weeks. Sounds like you're going to be the next Dana White. Are you ready for all the big money coming in? <laughs> I don't want to be the next Dana White. <laughs> I want to go on record saying that. <laughs> He's a, look, man, what what they did is amazing. It really is, man. But, you know, I just want to do things our way. And um, we the one thing that I think separates us from, from any of these other guys is we just have a phenomenal relationship with all our fighters. You know, I think it's a very big mutual respect thing going on here. And I think that's why we're able to um, – get all the recommendations from all our fighters for other fighters to come on board so we're doing great and you know it's been uh we're just enjoying this day-to-day -day ride and um you know see where it takes us 
I'm really glad that you brought up your relationship with the fighters on your um, roster because the World Bare Knuckle Fighting, whatever they were, Fighting something, Fighting, right. yeah. the other Bare Knuckle right. thing, the, uh, I'm on their website, I can't even see what their name is. It's not very well put together. Um, there was a lot of controversy. Boss Room was involved in it, and they didn't end up paying their fighters. Can you uh, talk about that a little bit? Has that affected you at all, first yeah. of all? I mean, I just, you know, it was, it was a black eye for Bare Knuckle. Bare Knuckle so new that anything negative that happens is a black eye for the whole sport, not just their company. So it definitely affected us as we make our posts for different fighters sign and people go, you're going to pay your fighters this time? And, you know, all our fighters come in defense of us and say, it's not, it's not that company. This company's great. You treat their fighters great. So, look, things are going to happen. There's going to be competition popping up as we have another show here, I think, um, uh, April 5th with Data 5000 doing something. And I, I wish them the best, man. Like, I just say, though, these guys, if I'm going to get competition, make it, you know, put on a 100% professional show and do everything right. That way it grows the sport. I mean, anything else is, is going to diminish what we're doing. So, you know, as this competition pops up, just put on a, a great professional show, great fights, and treat the fighters right. And then the fans are going to like it. It's going to help me. It's going to help everybody. That's You know, that's really all I want. I don't want to sit here and talk negative about them. I don't know the guy. Something had to happen or the guy just really messed up and it's had to do something like that because these guys risked their lives and they're literally risked their lives for not a dime. So, you know, it's it's criminal. Are you going to try and uh, protect your name a little bit more? It's very hard to tell, like, that this is not you. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, man, I looked up and I saw it wasn't David Feldman uh, attached to it. So, at first... You know what I think... I think you know what it is? I think just doing the right thing and putting on great shows and having the fighters because you won't find any fighters talk bad about it. The only thing you might is if someone gets knocked out or something, they might be bitter and say something bad. But it's, most of the fighters, I'd say 99% of the fighters that fight for us have nothing but great things, not just good things, but great things to say about us. And I think, you know, our reputation is just going to speak for ourselves. And like I said, we're so new, it's hard to do anything to say. We're not them. We're not them. I mean, but at the end of the day, is our shows are are a you know a plus quality. Our fighters are getting better. We're signing some big names. We got another big name we're signing this week. So, you know, I think it'll just it'll just every, everything will come to fruition, and um, our name will speak for itself. Yeah, I, I think your name already does speak for yourself, and I think people are trying to piggyback off your name. You did a great job. Your shows are great. The pay per view. I don't know how well they're doing, but it seems like they're doing very well. Uh, they're exciting to watch. I mean, we watch a couple over at Ray's house. Yep. And I, I think that you have a great thing. I'm just afraid that other people are going to try and ruin it. Just like uh, when the UFC first started, they had those like fake UFC kind of shows, and they were like not even they're like pro wrestling, but they tried to pawn it off as UFC. Just worry that uh, it yeah, might affect nah, your brand. Like I said, like I said, it's going to happen, and all we can do is just keep doing what we do. And people write about us and talk about us and and see the stuff we're doing and you know sooner or later you know we're gonna just stand probably stand alone because i don't think many people can last in the sport right now it's just too new and you have to do everything really right and you know you have to, you have to really watch every penny you're spending to, um to grow in sport and to get the recognition that you need and to get people to really believe in that you have to do everything even above and beyond what you would normally do and because of that you know you you just have to watch what you're doing as far as spending and um, getting different guys involved and things like that. But I said, like I said, I'm 
I'm confident in our product and confident in our team and, and the fighters and the people that, you know, more importantly, our fans, our fans know who we are and, and none of the fans turned against us. And I think we gained a lot more fans in, in Mexico, we did one hell of a show there with unbelievable fights all night again. And then coming back here, April 6th in Biloxi, Mississippi with two pretty top notch names, um, former UFC guys, Artem Lobo versus Jason Knight, Chris Levens on the card. Um, Chase Sherman's on the card. We have some pretty good fighters on that card. So, like I said, just keep doing what we're doing. And I think um, at the end of the day, you know, I think we're going to stand alone. How was uh, dealing with Chris Levin since he was uh, involved in uh, uh, the the scam where he didn't get paid? Was he uh, pretty forward with you guys, or it was a tough dealing? Nah, with him? he's great. He, no, nah, he knew. He knew. Look, look, I, I had a deal on the table with him. I sent him a contract, and then they popped up, literally five minutes after I sent him a contract. So they, someone was on the inside with them that was on my team that isn't on my team anymore. Someone was on the inside, so they popped up and gave him a contract for uh, six times what I offered him five That's... minutes later. So he signed it, obviously. He had to. I mean, he said, Dave, sorry, man, I got to do it with my family. I said, hey, do your thing, Chris. I understand. And he didn't get paid like anybody else. And, you know, we talked afterwards, and and. And we're cool. He knows. He said, look, I should have signed with you. I'm sorry, man. I really am. I'm sorry. But I was looking out for my family. I said, you know, there's nothing you can do. I said, look, you're a good dude. You're, But, you know, above all, you're a fighter. And fighters fight. And you went out there and fought, did your thing. You knocked the guy out. And now he's in with us. You know, he wants to grow with us. He knows what we can do. He knows we pay our guys and we pay them well. And, you know, I think it's going to I think he's going to be a great addition because he, he again, it's not just because he's a former UFC guy and he and he was popular. He's a hard-nosed dude, man. He likes to go in there and bang. It's not easy to knock Chris Lehman out, and Chris Lehman can knock you out very fast. So he's a great addition to our stable. He's a great story, too, man. He, over, he overcame a lot of personal adversity as well to, uh, to continue to fight. So as, our hats off to him. We love him on the show. We're, we're going to get him on here sooner or later, too. And uh, like, it's just a great, great that you gave him a home to have a fight in, especially after he... Went to the other organization too. Yeah, that's awesome of you. Yeah, it's good. Look, yeah, no, nah, he's he's great, and I think he's going to add a lot for us. And um, you know, we'll we'll see where this takes him. So I think um, I think it's going to be a fun ride for all of us. Speaking of criticism, sometimes uh, a lot of things I hear about bare knuckle boxing is they say they have a lot of the former uh, UFC, UFC guys. fighters. Yeah, go ahead, Ray. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people complain about you know. Uh, you guys signing like uh, all these old UFC fighters and stuff. Um, no, I get that. I get that. You know, we're, right? But at the end of the day, is nobody like the, I, I'm not starting just a new company. I'm starting a whole new sport. Right. And people are afraid of the sport because it's, it seems to be a, it sounds to be a brutal sport. You know, a lot more brutal than it actually is. And because of that, I have to sign names because th- those names right. give me recognition immediately. But at the end of the day. I don't care how old they are or if they're former UFC fighters or they haven't fought, you know, they retired and they come out of retirement. But I would say 95% of every one of our fights have been nonstop excitement. So, I mean, no matter who it was, they put on a great show. But I will tell you that that's what these tryouts are about. Um, uh, March 16th, you know, we're going to develop these younger guys. But you can't just come out of the gate and develop younger guys because nobody ever heard of them. So you had to bring some name recognition into it. And that's what we did. And, you know, now, like with Artem Loba, for instance, look, he's got a 50-50 record, but, you know, he, he can't fight on the ground. 
his style was to stand up there and bang. And he didn't get dropped from the UFC, and then we picked him up. He left the UFC to fight for us. So I think that says a lot about our organization and the direction we're heading and, the, and how we're treating our fighters. Yeah, we think you're going to be the next big thing, man. We're yeah. all behind bare knuckle boxing. I when I started fighting MMA, we did bare knuckle, and I respect your format too. Watching your fights, they're very high action. Yeah, uh, boxing's got kind of boring lately, but man, you guys put on a really good show. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. But you know, like I said, we're new, and it's a new sport, and we're not only we're not only marketing the fight itself or teaching people about the sport. It's it, there's a lot that's going into this to this first you know, year or two years into this game of, you know, um, growing this company. It's, it, it's a lot more into it than just advertising a, an MMA fighter or boxing match because people know what that is. They don't even know what this sport is yet, really. So not just marketing the event, but teaching them what the sport is, you know, it, it takes double the work. But, you know, we're in for it. I mean, we're here and we're going to keep doing what we do and hopefully we gain more fans. I think here's the thing. We just need to reach more fans, you know, and we're doing that. It's just, it, it's costly to do that, but we're doing it. We're reaching more fans. I can say that probably nine out of every 10, ten fans that watches this will, will be a repeat watcher. They will watch it again. You know, I think we do bring that kind of excitement to this, uh, you know, to the entertainment, to the sport and to the fans. So with that being said, I think, um, I think our, our customer retention is, is very, very high. It's just getting more customers at this point. And like I said, this reality show we're doing, signing this network deal we're going to do any day, all these things that we're doing is just going to take us to a new level. And, um, you know, it shows about the quality of the, of the product that we have. Not only that, I mean, you have to deal with the commissions too. I mean, it's got to be hard to get bare knuckle boxing license in a lot of these states. So you're dealing with not only getting fans, you're dealing with being able to put the events on too, right? I mean, I've dealt with MMA in New York when we were illegal. And uh, it was like yeah. hard to get events, so I understand your pain. I told, I, I told this reality show, the producer. I said, "Man, I said, here's what you need to do: just tap my phone for 24 hours, and you'll probably be like, how the hell are you even living right now? Like, <laughs> you don't even know what I'm dealing with from the fighters to the marketing to the event to the commissions to the insurance to everything that goes on with this. And, and look, we all know I got into this, and." And everybody else got into the fight business, and they understand what they're getting into. But this is way more, because it's not just that we're again we're not just promoting another fight. We're starting a whole new sport that people don't really know about yet, and they have a different perception on it. So we're changing the perception. We're advertising the fight. We're dealing with the commissions. We're doing everything. But you know, I really wouldn't trade it for for a damn thing, man. This has been an exciting ride this past year, and we look forward to you know, a lot more fun rides in these coming years. I, I really think we have something sustainable and something that people really like. So, you know, hopefully I'm doing an interviews with you guys in 10 years from now. Yeah, we hope so too, because by in 10 years, I really believe that you're going to be a huge name. So if we get you in 10 years, I think we're being in millions of views. It's like beginning Dana White. So hopefully you remember Caveman's Corner when you make it big time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I always remember the guys that were there for me at the beginning. I mean, that's who I am, man. So trust me, no matter how big this gets, you guys interviewed me on the first show, I believe. So you interviewed me on the last show. Oh, we love that, man. Oh, I, yeah. Ray, uh, Ray got me to, to have you on, and uh, we sat down, and I watched your pay-per-view. Oh, my God. I was sold immediately. So oh, yeah. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Them fights are awesome, man. It was oh. good. So you made, a, you made a fan of me forever. Um, how, you, you're talking about uh, 
educating the fans on the sport, can you talk about all the fans say there's going to be a lot of injuries and everyone's going to get hurt? Can you, you've had four shows now. Can you talk about the injuries that you had on your shows? Yeah, man, so far, four shows. I mean, we definitely had lacerations, but it's just what I said it was going to be when I pitched the commission. And when I told them that, I did it through research, and I wasn't really 100% sure. I said they're going to be small cuts. They're going to get more cuts, but they're going to be the smaller cuts. They're not going to be the deep, wide, and um, really thick, long cuts. They're not going to be. They're going to be the smaller, shorter cuts that are going to bleed, but they're going to be able to be stitched up you know, very easily, and that's what we got. We we do have lacerations. Look, if I said, oh, these guys don't get cut, I'd be lying. <laughs> they all get cut. You know, probably at least one fighter in every fight get, gets cut. But it is just what I said. It's a small little mix. So it's, there's not the big, long, wide cuts where they're bleeding. I mean, none of the fights really have been stopped from cuts yet, which is amazing. It's unbelievable, really. So here's the injury report. Besides the cuts, two broken hands, one broken thumb, and one broken nose. 92 fighters have fought. Two broken hands, one broken thumb, one broken nose. Two broken noses, sorry. We did a two broken nose. Two broken noses, two broken hands, one broken thumb. That's it. Is that? I mean, that's unbelievable. There's is, more than that in every boxing or MMA card that you go to. <laughs> I was going to ask you if, if that was the, the case or not, because I know in MMA, at least almost every show you see someone break their hand, and you definitely see broken noses all the time. So I, I was going to say, you I know, think it's... Said a good, um, when this piece airs, you'll see this piece and watch what Leonard Garcia said. He said, he said, look, he said, so I can fight in an eight-ounce glove, and then I, I, I tape my hands under that with gauze and tape and make a brick underneath it, and then I put the glove on on top of it. Why am I doing that? I'm doing it so I can throw as hard as I can without injuring my hand. And with doing that, you're throwing recklessly. Like, you're just throwing. You know, I mean, look, some of these guys are great fighters and they're really picking their shots, but you don't have to pick it as much as you do in bare knuckle because you're not concerned about injuring your hand. And because of that, they injured their hand more because they're taking chances and throwing with 100% full steam and they're hitting people on top of the head and everywhere else. So, you know, look, boxing, MMA, phenomenal sports. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for it. I promoted both and I'm a former professional fighter. I love it all. But I'm just saying that what I said is about bare knuckle not being any more dangerous than the other sports i i stand behind that 100 percent. it is no more dangerous than boxing or mma do you think it reduces the head trauma and it, it, it it's 100 percent. it does because these guys don't get hit with you know the hardest shots in the world again these guys are throwing probably 75 percent because they don't want to break their hands they're they're concerned about breaking their hands so they don't throw as hard look guys are going to get knocked out we had knockouts but it's like i said would you rather get hit five six seven times with concussive blows or would you rather get hit once because these guys get hit once with the with the bare knuckle with the, with a clean shot they go to sleep but yeah. in boxing you're going to get hit five six ten twenty fifteen you know as many times as you can before you get knocked out so it's one concussive shot versus multiple concussive shots. So there's no doubt in the world that it's safer for a head trauma. I, I agree with that, too. And your hands are lighter because you don't have the, the heavy glove on with the tape and the gauze and everything else, too. So I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't think there was going to be crazy broken hands, but I never imagined after four events with 90 fighters that we would only have two broken hands. I really, that's unbelievable. Really, like, I can't believe it, but we're happy about it because, you know, it's kind of, the perception that we pitched this on to commissions, this is what I told them was going to happen. 
And again, not knowing, just doing the research and, you know, doing some underground fights and things like that. But now, four shows deep, it is what happens. It is really is. Two broken hands. I'm really shocked you, you don't know, have more broken, broken thumbs. Yeah, I mean, you know what, though? Um, I guess these guys, like I said, these guys are really, they're picking their shots better, man. They really are. And Leonard said it just the same exact thing I said. And I said, man, I said it the same way. Boxing is the sweet science. Bare knuckle is a sweeter science. <laughs> you have to really pick your shots better. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you guys can come it's to good, New York. Man. I mean, look, man, we're on our fifth show now. We have a six-show planned. Um, we make this announcement this week of the guy we just signed. It's gonna, I think it's gonna, you know, it's gonna turn a lot of heads. A lot of guys said we weren't getting any, any big boxers involved, so we went out there and got ourselves a pretty, pretty big name boxer involved. So he's gonna be announcing his signing this week. And um, James Tony, you know, show everybody the direction we're heading. Anyone that we can, uh, we could take a hint on James Tony. Um, under 40 I'll tell you that under 40 damn under 40 former two time world champion what weight class I can't tell you (laughs) (laughs) damn so you're having the tryouts if someone wants to try out what do they have to do to get on the trial is it just show up and try out or is there an application process they they submit their application they go to bareknuckle.tv and they go to the tryout section they fill out the page we'll evaluate and get back to them say whether to qualify or not we just did it the other day we had 278 applications we told about 130 to come out the rest we said you're just not qualified so they're going to come out they're going to hit the punch meter hit the pad uh, hit the bag you know just do a lot of different kind of exercise and things like that we're going to watch some of their tape they're going to interview and then me me myself chris Lytle, and anthony rumble johnson will be there and we'll be evaluating them and seeing if we should take them to the next step and you know actually bring them into a gym see them spar and see what they have are your tryouts over or are you still accepting applications no, no, we're accepting applications, absolutely. Okay. Bareknuckle.tv, go to the tryouts and, and fill it out. We'll, we'll accept the applications all the way up until the fight. Awesome. All the way up until the event. We got a couple guys at the gym. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll post it to them. Yeah, we want as many guys <laughs> as possible because here's the thing is, we're, we're, we really are expanding, doing a lot more shows, and, and we need more talent. And more than anything, though, we need the, we need a couple really unbelievable knock-your-socks-off stories for these uh, for the reality show. Uh, the guy that does our opening, a Captain Caveman, he done bare knuckle boxing before too. That's who I was thinking about. It'd be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. We the guy that does our intro, he uh he filmed the intro for me. He used to bare knuckle box, but he had to go. I forgot. Nice. He had to go to another country to do it. Nice. We're actually talking. Where are you in um in New York? Buffalo, we're, Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Okay. And we're talking to uh Seneca right now, so hopefully we'll be doing something. Nice. There. Both those casinos are within, uh, the one casino is within a 15-minute drive from here, the Seneca Niagara Casino. Seneca Allegheny is uh, 40, 45 minutes from here, or maybe an hour if you're yeah, driving great. slow. That's great. See, right now, the thing was is we could have went to a lot of different native native casinos and dealt with the commissions and stuff like that before we got sanctioned and legal, but I think people would have frowned upon it and looked at it differently. Now that we are sanctioned and legal and we go there with with another commission, and, you know, everything's above water. I think it's going to just make a lot more sense now. And, you know, I'd love to get up to New York. It would, it would just be unbelievable. 
I actually know the Seneca commissioners, so if you are very interested, I could maybe hook you up with them. Right, that'd be great. All right, great. so I'm all over. Yeah, message yeah, we'll Ray. Talk off there yeah, it. message Ray, and then we'll take care of it. We'll get you hooked up, man. Because hopefully you can come here. I'd love to see it. In oh person. hell yeah, the, uh, Niagara Falls that'd Casino. Be great. Yeah, it's a nice, <laughs> nice venue great. too. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's very nice. Awesome. We got awesome. King of the Cage professional MMA that comes in all the time, man, and they put on a great show too. I did. I did hear that. I did hear that. So, yeah, I think, you know, we'll kill it up there, especially the Niagara property would be great for us because we can get a lot of the Canadians over there, too, to, to fight. Yeah, and we're a big boxing town, too. I mean, we support, we've sold out the hockey arena for baby Joe Macy, so boxing is well loved up here. I love that guy, man. He was the best. Yeah. He is the best. Oh, his nephew trains with us, actually. Yeah, his nephew do train. <laughs> <laughs> so, you said. Right, guys, no, I got one more question, right. man, if, if I can get you before you All take right. off. Uh, what is Rumble Johnson doing for you guys? Right now, I, in all honesty, we didn't really define his role. It's going to be with fighter relations. He's going to deal with fighters, recruiting some fighters. And, um, you know, he just he's he's great for the press. People, you know, everybody, when that announcement went out, thought he was fighting for us and said, someone's going to die. <laughs> like, yeah. He's one of the biggest bangers in the UFC history. But he's going to help us out right now with, um, like I said, getting some different fighters on board, um, helping, just just helping um, with some of his connections and knowing that he's going to help us leg- legitimize his, his sport as well. You know, these kind of names that we're associating ourselves with is showing that we're not just a fly-by-night company, we're not we're, we're not a one-or-two-show-and-done type of company. We're, here, you know, we're going to be here. We're, um, we're trying to make a statement with signings like that, and then the signing we're going to announce this week, I think we're going to make a statement. And, um, like I said, man, it's just been really. It's just it's been a tough ride, fun ride. I'm enjoying every day of it, and just can't wait to see where this thing takes us, man. Me and the team are working hard, and and you know, hopefully, a lot of people say what you guys said. You're going to be the next Dana White, and you know what? If I'm even remotely ten percent of what Dana White is, you know, we hit a home run. You're going to be, man. I'm telling you right now. Your <laughs> product is amazing. Have you been able to take home a dollar from it yet? Say it again. Have you been able to take home a dollar profit from it yet? Um, yeah, I mean, we're doing we're doing okay. We're not doing we're also sinking more money into it. So the first show absolutely did very well, but the next three shows we're doing different things, we're expanding, we're doing a lot of different and there's a lot of legal things involved as well that we're doing. So but yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's um it's good. I mean, I'm living. I'm living. I have another business as well that we do. I also you know, still dabble in the local promotions here and there, but I mean, as far as bare knuckle is, it's um, it it's doing really, really great. And I, like I said, these the signing with the with the big producer coming out from Hollywood, and then um, with this network that I'm talking to this week, if we get these deals signed, I think it's going to be monumental for you know four shows deep and signing this kind of these kind of long longevity type of contracts that we're going to sign. I think it's just Speaks, speaks volumes for how fast we've come in such a short period of time. Awesome, man. Thank you very much for your time. I know oh, how much of your own money you had to sink into it to get this going, and uh, we appreciate it, man. I really oh, yeah. like your show. Big fan. Nah, man, thanks, guys. And I appreciate not just having me on, but I appreciate because I can tell really talking to you guys that you are fans of it as well. So, and, and I really like talking to guys that are fans of it, you know, and not just 
there to, to, to cover it. So, man, look, man, many more of these interviews coming up, man. I really appreciate it, and I'll be talking to you guys off air and seeing if we can get something moving up near where you're at. All right, sounds great, man. I'll hook you oh, up yeah. with the Summers. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, All right thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. There we go, Ray. Yeah, nice. I guess I probably shouldn't say so many bad things about the commission, huh? <laughs> that's the New York State Commission, though, not the Seneca Commission. Not, yeah, that's true. That's her, sister, uh, her sister is much nicer than Kim. <laughs> Actually, Kim's not too bad either. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Hey, man, could you, could you put in that work for them? Put in what work? Get yeah. them hooked up? Hell yeah. yeah. Hook them up. Of course could. We could have some bare knuckle shows in, yeah. in, in Niagara Falls Casino. We could go there. Maybe we could get some uh, press passes. Yeah, hopefully, dude. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Hopefully, maybe I can commentate. I'd be guest commentator for the first fight or something. Local. Uh, Local commentator. He looks crazy. Don't be scared. Of him. Yeah. A little crazy. <laughs> dude, he's a super good guy, man. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They put in on good shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we did the first, you know, we talked to him about the first show, remember? And, um, yeah. Yeah, man, the show's so good, man. The fights are action packed and uh, good fights. Yeah, I'm so glad I came over and watched them at your and, house. And, and, that was cool. And a lot of uh, comments I've been seeing on Facebook, uh, a lot of people are saying it's better than the UFC. So a lot of people are liking it. So yeah, it's pretty more. It's a, more action packed at times. Right. No, uh, no wrestling around on the ground. Right. Getting all sweaty. Yeah. Humping each other. Dry humping. <laughs> Dude, like you can just tell what a good person he is from the way he treated Chris Lieben. You know, right. Chris Levin signs with another Listen, organization. And you gotta think about you gotta think about it like this, K man. The, the the David um was a fighter, so you know he know what they go through. You know he know yeah. they gotta support their family, and you know so he's you know he's a, a good guy for them. Yeah, and hopefully when he makes it big, it's to talk with us too. Yeah, t- what you said, ten years from now. <laughs> yeah, ten years from now, dude. Oh my I, god, you will be like fifty something years old, right? <laughs> shut up, Ray. <laughs> I might be pushing sixty by then. You'll never know. I'll never tell you. Damn, I'll be there. there. You almost be thirty, and you're just, I'm still in better shape than you. Jesus Christ, I am thirty, okay, man. <laughs> I'm damn near forty. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he's a good interview too. Yeah. He's ready to get off the phone with me. I got a squeeze in a couple more questions. <laughs> yeah, you did. Couldn't get him to tell us who the the surprise guest is. Yeah. That's all right. They'll be finding out this week, I guess. <laughs> I told you Rumble wasn't gonna do anything for him. He looked really fat yesterday when I saw him on uh, UFC. Yeah, he he said he um. It's like uh you know like Matt Hughes used to do and yeah, uh, you know Forrest Griffin. I knew he wasn't gonna fight. I seen it um, <clears throat> I seen it online. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought he was gonna fight for them. Yeah. I'm glad we had him on. It was a good talk. Yep. You know I. Try get I'm gonna uh text uh Chris Lehman see. I would love to get Chris Lehman on to talk about. We should try to talk to him this uh. Let's send him a text. See what's up. Yeah, and uh. For if you're still listening for everyone else besides for uh bare knuckle boxing fans, um, we should be having on uh the U- the guy from the UFC. I want to get him on next week, maybe. And um, Ford wants to come back on Anthony Ford, okay? He's fighting at Riverworks, big uh, I don't know, big tie fight, okay? Title fight, the one that he's supposed to have in uh, Thailand, yeah, they're doing it at Riverworks now. Yo, listen. I seen a picture of the guy he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Noodle arms, <laughs> feet branches. Yeah, but, he, but uh, probably kicks fucking hard though. Yeah, yeah, he probably got the shin bones all yeah, razor sharp. Dude. Those right tall there. guys are elbows too, man. Yeah. Like his ties. So yeah, woo! I can't wait to have him on. Maybe we yeah. can go up there and train with him. And he's a European, right? 
I believe he's from France. From France, yeah. yeah. So and then European guys. I don't know if that's European or not, but yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, because France is like his own country, so it's in Europe. Yeah, All right, I, I don't know. I'm not so worldly. Yeah, you got hit too many times. Yeah, what, yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> Dude, Ray, you are pimping though. I gotta say that oh, hat and outfit you. is amazing. Thank you. I'm gonna tag it in the comments for this one. All right, yeah, yeah, so everyone can see how handsome you are. <laughs> Trying to find new girls on my podcast. Let me see. Uh, yeah, man. Bare Knuckles is the future. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. With that, uh, you got the music queued up? Yep. All right. Coming from the North Buffalo Studios, we are out of here. Peace out, guys. I'm glad you didn't fuck up the interview, Ray. I oh, know. <laughs> about time we actually had the guest on that we promised. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's been just the two of us. No wonder no one listens. <laughs> it's been a minute, but Oh shit, you know what else we forgot? If you're a fan of Caveman's Corner, subscribe right now, whatever you're listening to. Oh yeah. Subscribe and like. Yeah. And, ah! if-, oh. and if you want to donate money. Yeah. Donate money to... At least a new Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> we could use a new mixer so we can just plug the video in and yeah. sound in. And we could use a webcam in here so they can see how handsome you look. Yeah. Except they don't have to like wear clothes instead of being here naked. Came in, got dressed up. <laughs> no, they have to put in the... Like, the just cover it up. You gotta have a suit with some patches on it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have your dress shirt with blood stains on yeah. it and sweat. Yeah. Like a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gannon blood, David yeah. Whitman's blood on yeah. it. David <laughs> Whitman's sweat. Oh, if they come to Buffalo, uh, Jeff Dent versus David Whitman bare knuckle boxing. I'm down for that. He don't got to worry about the ground game. No. He don't want to stand with me, dude. I'll eat him up. That'd be, that'd be awesome, man. I'll eat him up on the feet. Two dude. locals, fighters going at it. Yeah. Oh, I would pay to see that. <laughs> I would buy the pay-per-view and be there in person. Ah. <laughs> I'd buy the pay-per-view too and tape it. I'd like to beat up Whitman on camera. It'd be great. Oh, man. That'd, All be, right. that'd be a good fight. Yeah, this is... All right, we this, out This guy here. here. All right, Easter peace. egg. Yep. Whitman, listen to this. <laughs>